All right, good morning. So we're going to get into uh, Genesis. Uh, this, this is the second study, which is on chapter 1, verse 11, or verse 14. Um, but I just had, with all the things happening in the world today, just want to kind of comment on some of those before I got into the study. Um, uh, and the, the study today is about what, what do the stars and moon represent in the Bible? Now, as I continue to study the, uh, God's Word, I'm learning to trust in Him more uh, as this world falls apart. And I pray it does the same for you uh, as long as you stay in your Word. If you're not in your Word and if you're not in prayer, you too are going to be subject to persecution from the world and you'll fall into the, that temptation of just trying to figure out why is all these bad things happening to me. Um, stop looking at the world. It's just, it's not going to do, it's not going to do you any favors. I promise you that. Uh, we continue to hope and, and pray for Republicans to take back over and save us all. <laughs> but it's not, what if that's not the case? What if that's never to happen again and, and we are never to see a Republican represent, representative again? And that may sound terrible to say that and negative, but my whole point is to point back to Christ and, and the Bible. And that's where we should be as believers as the world continues to, you know, seek after answers uh, that they're just not getting. As more and more shocking details come out from, um, you know, the police being bad guys and the abortion rate and all these other things, we, you know, it's just why isn't anybody doing anything about it? Well, maybe this is part of the plan and we just don't understand why, but we know that God is on the throne and he knows why. So, um... But reading the Bible, I don't think there's another activity that I would enjoy more, especially nowadays, than studying God's Word. Um, there isn't a drug, uh, an amount of money, or a place on this earth that would satisfy the child of God's needs more than studying His Word. The greatest program in this world is God's salvation plan. And once you're saved, it's almost like the movie The Matrix, where Neo, you know, when it's, he took the, was it the red pill? And uh, his eyes were open, and he just he could never look at it the same way again. You know, all these desires in the world and all the goals we have of becoming millionaires or, you know, becoming, you know, some big CEO, owning our businesses, owning businesses. And, you know, I still have struggles with that. But all those should simply vanish because the world is just not different to you anymore. And God tells us in Matthew 6, verse 19, lay up not for yourselves treasures upon this earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through the steel. Paul the Apostle, I'm sure, like many of us uh, believers today, um, were ready to get out of this God-forsaken place and just go to be with their, his Father in Heaven. That's At times, you know, we feel the same way, where it's, when you see suicide rates, people, when they commit suicide, many of them, I'm assuming, are not believers, they just want to get out of this place. Um, but if they truly knew that this is just just a stepping stone for eter eternal salvation and that persecution is just part of the refining of the Christian, I just don't think, I, don't, I think if more people were to teach the fear of God, then I think our suicide rate would go down if the Lord, you know, we're, we're supposed to witness the people and faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But without people talking about, you know, the fear of God anymore and that judgment's coming at some point in time, um, people are just going to seek other ways, other means, and a lot of times when they don't find them, they take uh, matters into their own, hand, own hands, and unfortunately, it results in, 
you know, drug drug overdoses and alcoholism and, you know, suicide and many other things that we just, you know, see uh, that's, um, you know, probably in the news every day uh, of the week. Uh, and today, as spiritual judgment is taking place, no, nobody seems to care because uh, they're looking at all the wrong areas. They're looking to the world. Is it just me or does it seem like everyone is losing their minds um, today when it comes to people in leadership? You know, police now are the bad guys and the government is attacking our children. And you can't see it's physically they're attacking our children, but they, they're using different means necessary in order to get our children to be disobedient that it's okay for them to, you know, uh, love the government more um, versus us. And, you know, there's a lot of, it, the kids today are more disrespectful than ever before. And they trust the government more. I mean, if you ask, you know, a lot of children what they thought, and again, President Trump, he's not God, he was just a man. But many of them, they, they hated him, didn't even know why. Where did they learn that from? Who taught them that? Um, you know, it was the public school system, which is ran by the government. Uh, and, you know, so all you simply do is take your kids out and homeschool them, right? Well, if you look up Harvard University, there's a lady, a professor by the name of Elizabeth Bartholet, and uh, her goal is to shut down all homeschooling. And she actually quotes that no, no person should ever have that much power over the powerless, but they're okay with them having the power once they're in the public school system, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, we should know these things and we should actually warn people of these things uh, so they have a better understanding. Um, I've talked about this before that the number one song in 2020 was WAP and the top artist in 2020 was Cardi B, which is influencing millions of, young, of our young children. How did it get to that point? Even more shocking than that recently, um, which is, you know, the, the liberals uh, label this as a historical event, is a transgender man is, is now the assistant secretary of the health department for the United States of America. Now, isn't that an oxymoron? He's also pro-hormone blockers for our kids before they hit puberty. Did you know that? You might want to look it up. So we actually have a dude, previously went by the name Richard, which is ironic, uh, which looks like a, which looks like and sounds like a man, as the health assistant secretary of the United States of America. Now I have no hate for these people, but I'm just pointing out the evil that's all around us in this country. Evil is abounding, and there is a spiritual war commencing. So study your word and pray for salvation for you and your family. We are living in strange times and need the Lord's direction as we continue to walk in today's world. And he is, at this time, the only one that has the true direction that we need. And the only truth we're going to find is going to, be, is going to lie in the Bible, which is probably the reason why it's banned in most other countries. And at some point, I believe it will be banned in the United States of America. This is not a time for weak-minded Christians. It's time for those that are true believers to stand up and to witness for those seeking for truth. So when I witness the folks, I actually hear... Often I hear people say that when they read the Bible, they, they just don't understand it. And because there's literal meanings in the Bible and there's spiritual meanings in the Bible. And often when we stumble over these spiritual meanings, it's, it's hard for us to understand what it's, what it's teaching us. We have to do deeper dives in the Bible to get a, you know, to get a spiritual understanding of it. So the last few studies um, share spiritual truth and God has revealed to us 
Uh, once we compare scripture with scripture, as we read the Bible, we get a, a clearer understanding of what we are reading. Um, now in Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, um, the question is, what do the stars and moon represent? So God um, creates the light bearers and divides the light from the darkness. We read that already. Um, and we read that it says that, uh, uh, let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. Um, now the moon in uh, Genesis 1.14 actually represents the law of God, which was the moon under the feet in Romans um, uh, under the feet of Romans in Revelation chapter 12. And if you notice a lot of these studies in Genesis, we're going to be uh, in the book of Revelation. So for some reason, a lot of the comparing of scripture actually is the is from the beginning of the book ends in the last book, which is the book of Revelations. So when it tells us that the uh, uh, the moon is under the feet um, in Romans 12, it's simply saying that we are no longer under the law. So the Christians are no, you never, you don't want to be under condemnation. You don't want to be under the law because Christians understand we are saved by grace. Uh, we're not saved by works. And the works gospel has moved its way into the churches once again. And from my personal experience, um, it, it seems as though God is opening up pastors' eyes and getting them to see um, that this is happening. And so it looks as though many of them are starting to turn back because in prior years, theologians have taught that since we are no longer under the law, but saved by grace, we just don't have to pay attention anymore. Like the Bereans did, where they studied the scriptures daily. Um, because after all, we're no, we're no longer under the law anymore. We can just wait for God to give us feelings. And uh, that's why we don't see evidence of true believers in the church anymore. We have lots of carnal Christians, and I will tell you that the carnal Christian is not saved. They still live as the world does, and there's no evidence of change in that person. During Judgment Day, this is who God is speaking to when he says, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. He's speaking to the carnal Christians, pastors, theologians, and just everyday, you know, so-called worldly Christians. Once a person is saved and no longer under the law of condemnation, we are supposed to live, we are no longer supposed to live like the world. We're supposed to be different from the world. You can't be perfect, but you're supposed to be striving uh, to be more Christ-like. And remember what Paul said in Romans 3, 27, um, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Nay, but by the law of faith. An example, if you commit a crime here on earth today, you're still held accountable by the law. It's, it's a weak law nowadays, but it, you, nonetheless, it's still law. And you still have to pay a penalty for breaking the law. Now, a true believer wants to satisfy God, not by works, but denying self daily uh, to be more Christ-like. Today, people are told to indulge. And this is why people reject the law today. This is why the police are now recognized as the bad guys. The people just want their sin, and they want everyone to just leave them alone. Now, the biblical laws uh, lays the rules down uh, for the righteous generation. Every unsaved person is under the law, eternal damnation. When Christ saves us, we are no longer under the law, and once they are aware of this, they should look different to the world. So if a true believer sins, and they do, 
yes, you will be held accountable. That's why God, it, the Bible tells us that God uh, chastises those he loves. The same spiritual, spiritually speaking, if you were to think you can sin because you are saved by grace, you are mistaken. God is omnipresent and watching and recording everything that you do. You should be unhappy when you sin. You should want to do it God's way, not our way. Even though we don't want to do that, we know it's good for us in the long run. We are to be different from the world and we should act differently. I'm not saying that we are to be like Pharisee different, or because we got to be careful of that as well. I'm saying we should do our best to be a light and a representation of God. We all have our path, and Satan will use people to knock us down, reminding of us, reminding of us, reminding us of our past. Ignore that and keep pushing towards righteousness. Now the moon, the moon is going to turn red on Judgment Day. That's what the Bible teaches us. Because it's demanding the penalty to be paid. Paid by blood. So every person that's unsaved, that's under condemnation, that's under the law, is going to be held accountable on Judgment Day. Even if today we were to get rid of all the police and all the judicial... I can't say the word. (laughs) If we were to get rid of uh, everything that holds us accountable for the law that we have uh, in this world that we live in today... Now... Most true believers would know it would be anarchy. It would be, you know, there would be lots and lots of death and murder and all these other things happening. Um, you know, old men chasing after young girls. It would just be a terrible, terrible place to live in. But even if they did that, we're still going to be held by, uh, by God on Judgment Day. Every single one of us, ex- I'm sorry, everyone that is under the law is going to be held accountable by God. Remember that the wages of sin is death. So whether you sin on this earth and you accept it and say it's okay, understand that when it comes to God, the wages of sin is death. So God gave the moon as a sign of the law of God. Now the stars refer to mankind. Also, there's also a star that refers to Jesus, but I'll just talk about the stars that refer to mankind here. If you turn to Jude chapter 1 verse 11, um, and again, if you have to pause this, pause it, and then turn there first. And we read there that they have gone away the way of Cain. Uh, they have gone unto the way of Cain. This is talking about the unsaved. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 3, and again, if you have to pause to turn to that, go ahead and do so. But Revelation 12, verse 3, And it appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her children as soon as it was born. Now the Bible speaks of stars in an interesting way here. This is speaking on certain stars that Satan seemed to overtake, but is rescued by Christ. Satan seems victorious over the whole human race, especially as of right now, it seems like he's winning. We know who wins in the end, but uh, it seems as though, you know, he's set up his his people and there's no way out at this point. So he seems to be victorious over the, the whole human race. So, but we are to look at Adam and Eve in the garden as the whole human race, because that's where it started at. Um, and who who deceived them? Satan. Satan deceived them. 
and they were cast out of heaven. So the, the garden was a, was a picture of heaven for Adam and Eve, and Satan deceived them. Um, and in Revelation, Revelation 8 and verse 9, when you see the term third part, this is a reference to those who became saved. When did, when did, we, um, when did the, the human race begin? We began in the garden, again, which is a picture of heaven. And once Satan deceived them and dragged them, essentially dragged them out of heaven, remember God allowed this, this is getting into the God's salvation plan. Daniel 12, 1, and go ahead and turn to Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. And again, pause or take a break if you need to, to turn to Daniel chapter 1, or chapter 12, verse 1, where we read, In that time, the angel Michael... Now, the angel Michael is a representation uh, uh, of of Jesus Christ. Um, And uh, we'll get into another study to explain that the archangel Michael is is a picture of Christ. Um, But he actually takes war against uh, Satan. And some will wake and some um, some will go to shame. So some will be saved and some will be go to shame. And so this is a picture of the archangel Michael fighting Satan uh, over the elect. Um, so these stars are used as synonyms, or which are the true believers. Uh, and then in verse 3 we read, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, firmament, which is heaven. And they that turned many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Now turn, this is the last scripture we'll share before we end this study and then we'll, we'll we'll pick back up tomorrow or we'll say in the next study because I can't hold myself accountable to doing this every single day. It's been challenging. So turn with me to Revelation chapter 9 verse 1 and there when again if you have to pause, pause the buttons you can go ahead and do so. And then the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star from heaven to earth and unto him was given the key to open the bottomless pit. This was a description of the loosing of Satan from the bottomless pit and was given permission by God to deceive the four corners of the earth and attack God's elect. So as we see so many people um, that are really trying to understand why we'll say the liberals and many many, uh, rhino republicans act in a fool, you hear you know, popular spokespeople like Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, Michael Knowles, telling Americans to look at these crazy liberals when they should be preaching to the people to repent because the kingdom of heaven is near. We're so afraid to actually talk about the end times and that there's a possibility that Jesus Christ could be returning right now. And no matter how crazy the world gets, because it's been a year now that we have to be muzzled with, with these masks on and forced vaccinations also some people have died from them it doesn't matter um you know all the it's it seems as though the entire world has gone crazy but yet if you ask some people they'll say it could always be worse and they're okay with that these are people that are you know trusting in the world more and they want to do anything they can to preserve their life because uh, in the end that's that's what it is make as much money we're really good at making money we're really good at sinning um you know, but when it comes to God, we just in the Bible we struggle with interpretation. We understand we struggle with understanding it. But we are living, I believe, in awesome times where we actually need to be a star of light, witnessing to this world and pointing them to Christ. Um, and I think it's going to get worse. I, you know, I'm not trying to be 
pessimistic. My wife would probably say that I'm a pretty pessimistic guy at times, but I really, when it comes to, I think, struggling times, I, I do better. I don't understand why. I don't know. You know, maybe I just feel more comfortable in, 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 uh, in crazy situations than I do when everything's normal. When everything's normal for me, it just seems like something's going to happen. <laughs> I get a little bit uh, nervous, but, but in the world we're living today, as the entire world um, seems as though they're coming against us as believers, and that might be the case. It's happened many times before in the past. We're not to focus on that because this life is only temporary. Even if it was all the you know, scariest nightmares that you have in your mind that the government's going to take over and they're going to send soldiers down the streets and they're going to put us in concentration camps and they're going to kill us. So what? If that was to happen, then so what? Even faster to get to our, our Heavenly Father because we know that would be the will of God. God is perfect in all things that He does. And for some reason, we you know we reject that and we're afraid to actually acknowledge that there's a time that you know, our life will end on this earth, or there's a time that Jesus is going to return before that happens. So we should always be willing and ready um, to serve the Lord and be obedient unto death. So I, I will continue this study um, as I'm really enjoying it. I hope you enjoyed as well uh, and explaining um, what the grass means and what the trees means. And now we understand, I have a better understanding of what the stars mean, that the star that fell from heaven was a picture of Jesus. And he has the key. Remember that key that Jesus has? He has the key to open doors that no man can close and to close doors that no man can can open. So at the end of the day, the mystery that we always hear about in the Bible, the mystery is Jesus Christ. So let's pray, and I I hope that uh, you have a wonderful day today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that this uh, study actually blesses um, anyone that's listening to it. Uh, it's pretty cool that this is actually, uh, you know, this is reaching out to different parts of the country and different parts of the world. And so, uh, hello to you wherever you're at. Um, I just pray that uh, you're in your word and that you're being a witness wherever you are at. So in your town, if God put it on your heart to witness the people, then stop making excuses and get out there and witness. Don't be afraid to talk about Jesus because on that day, we're all going to stand before him. And when he tells us as his believers, as a good and faithful servant, not by your works, but just by your, you know, by salvation, um, we did his will because we wanted to, not because we felt like we had to. So I pray that you, it's on your heart today to witness to just one person, and then to, maybe tomorrow it would be two, and then maybe three, and so on and so forth. Remember, our, our, our goal is not to save people. Our goal is just to plant seeds and pray that God waters them. May you walk with the King today and be a blessing. 